Hello, beautiful writers. Thank you for joining me today. Welcome back. And if this is your first time here, a big happy hello and thanks for joining me. If you haven't already, there's that subscribe and notify button somewhere down there. <laughs> Give it a click. Thank you. We discussed the importance of color symbolism the last video. Well, I thought I need to go through all the colors, right? Just kind of a down and dirty, colorful, full spectrum color symbolism primer. Add a little color to your novel. From Love is Blue, Croon by Frank Sinatra, to My World is Blue by White Trash Clan, or Clan, or Clan, hmm. to Yellow, sung by Coldplay, to tie a yellow ribbon around the old oak tree, performed by Tony Orlando, to It's Not Easy Being Green, crooked by Kermit the Frog. Color, it's all around us. Color is attached to a spectrum of emotions. Savvy writers know they can use color to symbolize, reveal, and add irony to their characters, their text, their conflict, the emotions. Color symbolism, however, is fraught with ambiguity and duality, making it a really vibrant way to add complexity. The video on color symbolism is up there. <laughs> Ready for your color symbolism primer? Hold on to your crayon box. Remember, before I get started, this is Western color symbolism. Other cultures have different color symbolism. Now, there are warm colors. Warm colors like yellow, red, and orange are considered stimulating. Cool colors like blue, I'm so cool, indigo, and violet are soothing and peaceful. Don't you feel soothing and peaceful just looking at me? Now let's look at red. Red is a dual tinted mix. It's passion, it's lust, but it's also anger and aggression. It's war and revolution. It's fire and flame. All these emotions spur one to action. It's why people put red font in thumbnails for YouTubes. The red planet Mars is named after the Roman god of war. Red is also associated with the root chakra, which is located at the base of your spine. It's our connection to the earth. Here are a few red phrases. He saw red, red hot, caught red-handed, yellow. On the good side, yellow is the sun and gold, a metal. It's enlightenment and wisdom. It's flowers and warmth. On the bad side, it's cowardliness, envy, and treachery. It's associated with the solar plexus chakra. A few yellow words, yellow journalism. They have a yellow streak and yellow bellied. Orange, a mix of the first two, red and yellow. It's luxury and splendor, but it's also a renunciation of earthly pleasures. Think of the garb that Buddhist monks wear. It's associated with the sacral chakra, which is the reproductive organs. In ancient Rome, a bride wore a saffron colored wrap and an orange veil. You know, I couldn't find any idioms with orange in them. I mean, there was plenty with the fruit, but not the color. Wait, aren't you surprised by that? 
blue. Blue has as many hues as it has meanings. It's the sky and infinity. It's the divine. The Egyptian god Amun and Hindu gods Rama, Shiva, and Krishna are blue. Blue is also tranquility and reflection. It's intellect. It's depression. It's sexual Ooh, proclivities. Think of blue movies. It indicates socioeconomic status from blue color to blue blood. In Egypt, blue was the color of truth. The Virgin Mary's blue robe signifies her purity. Indigo is the color of the brow or the third eye chakra of spiritual knowing and intuition. Here's a few blue phrases. Blue streak, in a blue funk, into the blue, talk until you're blue in the face, true blue, and out of the blue, green. <laughs> green is spring and new life. It's fertility and nature, it's youth and inexperience, it's hope and joy, it's envy and jealousy and decay. It's recently been connected with safeguarding our planet's resources as promoted by the green movement. You can be green with envy and we have of course the green eyed monster or you can be green, which means you don't know what you're doing. Purple and violet traditionally means royalty and wealth. It's luxury. It's power. Roman senators were identified by the purple stripe on their togas. It's also religious. Catholic clergy don purple vestments during Advent and Lent. It's also associated with bliss, oneness, serenity, and the spiritual wisdom of the crown chakra. It's also temperance because it's a mixture of red, action and hot, and blue, calm and cool. A couple purple terms, purple prose. I've got one purple term, purple prose. Pink, pink lipstick. Femininity, baby girls, sometimes gay pride. Here's a couple pink phrases in the pink and tickled pink. Now we're gonna be looking at black and white in another video, but I just wanted to go over them here quickly. Now black is evil or darkness. It's despair and death and mourning. It's mortality, it's secrecy, it's ill fortune, it's disease. You can have a black heart, a black look. Urgh. There's black magic, black sheep, you can have a black day. Gray, in all of its many shades, means gloom. It's anonymity or inconspicuousness or namelessness. It's associated with old age. It's also associated with uncertainty and unreliability and risk. Think of the term gray area. White, the last color we're going to do. It's purity and innocence. Brides and those being baptized are clothed in white. It's goodness. It's holiness. In China, Japan, and India, white is associated with death and mourning. See how that changes in different cultures? In Western cultures, white is surrender and peace, right? The white flag. You can tell a little white lie. Something can be a white knuckler. Something can be lily white. 
You can be white around the gills and not everything's black and white. That's the down and dirty on color symbolism. If you're writing a novel about other cultures, make sure you check out their color symbolism as well. And have fun adding some color to your novel. If you haven't already, I would love if you, I love, I would love it if you would subscribe and click notify and give this a thumbs up. And remember writers, dream in color, create in hues and embrace. Thanks for watching. Bye-bye.